Hi, this is Lucia with The Art of Love. I'm a dating and relationship expert specializing in helping you get your ex back. Welcome back, No Contact Army. I hope you've been a good soldier and stayed in No Contact. And if you too would like to enlist in the No Contact Army, all you have to do is hit the subscribe button. And to read the No Contact Army manual, just go to nocontactsecrets.com where you can read two free chapters before deciding if you would like to purchase the book. So today I want to talk about the times you should not get back with an ex. So the title is No, Do Not Get Back with an Ex. And I have two emails here from two women that wrote to me and there are similarities in that they were dating guys who were behaving badly. And in my opinion, they should not get back together with them. And I've found several times in my coaching that, and it's usually with women, they're dating guys I don't think they should be getting back with. And of course, they hired me to help me get their ex back, so I do tell them what to do, but I would be remiss to not also tell them that, you know what, I don't think it's a good idea to get get back with this ex. And the women that I've said that to, I have never heard back from them again. And I don't know what happened, but they certainly didn't want to hear me telling them, oh, you shouldn't get back with them. So I want to read these two emails, go through it, make my comments, and here we go. The first one says, I'm 41 years old, single, a black female. I met a guy on the, an app and we moved fast. And that's mistake number one. He claimed he loved me immediately. Red flag number one. I told him I liked him a lot, but I know I don't love him, but enjoyed his attention and I didn't feel lonely anymore. Problem number one, the loneliness. Okay, we made a lot of plans with each other in a short amount of time. Mistake number two. In the first month, you only see each other once a week. One was a short trip, which ended terribly. Why am I not surprised? It was our first time being together consecutively. At times he seemed moody when we were out and about and almost seemed like he didn't want to be anywhere other than in the hotel room. So I told him while we were out in the city sightseeing, he could go back to the room because it was obvious he was moody and I would get an Uber back. He got upset and said he would do one better and get a ticket and go back to Atlanta. We drove from Atlanta to Florida with a rental that he paid for, but it was in my name. Why is it in your name? Just wondering. I can only imagine. Does he have financial issues? Why does he have to put it in your name? I was pissed and I cussed him out. So I know that for many people that's the natural reaction, but there's no point. There's no point. It might make you feel better to cuss someone out in the moment, but that's basic behavior. If someone wants to leave, just say, fine, bye. There's no point in yelling and screaming at them and calling them names. It does absolutely nothing. And you look crazy and it lowers their respect for you. Whereas if you had just said, okay, bye, his respect for you would have gone up. And then she said, I told him to go ahead and do what he needs to do. Yes, but this was after you told them off. And I drove back by myself. I'm so angry and upset. This is the second time in a short span of time of us knowing each other where he walked out on me. It was my birthday trip. 
So he walked out on you again and it was your birthday trip and you walked, you want him back. You've known him for two months. He's already walked out twice. Anybody see any red flags here? <laughs> the first time was when we were back at my place. He wanted to do something sexually that I didn't want to do. I fell asleep, so he woke up and was like, I'm leaving. I'm extremely hurt because I feel like I will never have someone for me. I feel like I'm getting older and my beauty is fading. Well, there's filler and Botox and plastic surgery. And I don't have as many options as I did when I was younger. Well, actually, you probably have more because now there's dating apps. I also feel like I work more and can't get out as much to meet anyone. Thus, the dating apps and the dating sites. It felt so good to have someone to speak about my day with and to share good moments with. Yes. I don't know if I miss him because I miss his companionship or if it's actually him I miss. I think you miss the companionship. You don't miss him. How can you miss someone that treats you this way, that behaves this way? that you're probably walking on eggshells with part of the time because you don't know if he's going to walk out again. I know it was a punk-ass move on his part <laughs> to tell me he'll get a ticket back to Atlanta, leaving me to drive back solo. Um, I'm extremely pissed, but at the same time, I miss him. No, you miss the companionship. It's not him. I feel like all my friends are in committed relationships and I'm alone. Okay, well, everyone has their own path and their own journey, so don't compare yourself to them and maybe get some new friends. Or some, you know, I'm not saying get rid of the old friends. I'm saying look for new single friends, go to singles events, etc. I feel ashamed to let them know that we broke up and I'm keeping this to myself. Yes, this is why I say do not tell your friends and family about anyone you're dating until you pass the three month mark. You'll save yourself a lot of embarrassment. Otherwise, it's going to be, hey, are you still dating that guy? Uh, no. <laughs> what happened? No, I don't want to talk about it. Because if you make it past the three-month mark, then the chances are good that you'll meet, at least make it to the six-month mark. That's why I never answer that question. Everyone's always asking me, are you dating anyone? Are you dating anyone? And I just say, oh, I'm just dating, just dating. And I'm not going to say anything to anyone until I've been dating someone for three months. Okay, she says, I'm also mad at myself that I trusted and believed that he really, truly cared for me. Well, if you knew that someone saying they love you in a short amount of time and someone moving quickly is a red flag, then you wouldn't have trusted and believed that he truly cared for you. I knew he couldn't have loved me so soon, but I just felt he cared by the things he was doing for me and the attention he showed me in a short amount of time. Yeah, but it was too much attention <laughs> in a short amount of time. And, you know, it's about sustained effort over a long period of time, not, not over a short period of time. In a lot of ways, I feel used because I opened up and trusted him. Okay, but that's on you. You allowed yourself to open up that quickly because you didn't see the saying, I love you and the moving fast as a red flag. People usually take it as a compliment, like, I'm so wonderful. They couldn't stop themselves from saying, I love you so soon. No, no, they've got issues going on. <laughs> and anyone who's quick to rush in is gonna be just as quick to rush out. So if you meet someone, and they quickly say, I love you, put up a huge red flag in your mind. That is not a good sign. I would not be flattered. I would be concerned. He hasn't contacted me at all, not even to see if I've returned home safely. Like, yeah, so uh, I thought he loved you. What happened? 
I haven't contacted him either to see if he returned home. I'm miserable, angry, hurt, and bitter. The funny thing is he wanted me to leave my home to move in with him. And I'm so grateful I didn't do that. <sighs> Thank God. And you've been dating two months and he's already talking about moving in. No, 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 no. Do not move in with anyone until you've known them at least a year or you're setting yourself up for trouble. Uh, I'm not sure what is wrong with me or why I can't keep a man. I don't know if there's anything wrong with you. Um, why men only find me physically attractive to have sex with but not build with. I also feel as being a black woman is extremely hard to build relationships with men of color. It's like they're consistently, constantly playing some sort of game. Well, since I'm not a black woman, I, I can't put myself in your position I don't under I don't know but I can tell you that I have had a lot of black male clients who were trying to get their ex back and they were all wonderful guys <laughs> so I don't think all men of color are like that and uh, maybe I should set you up with one of my <laughs> one of my clients if they don't get their ex back um, my situation depresses me and makes me very sad to know I have to go through the rest of my life just being a sex object says who who says you have to just be a sex object? You're the one who decides when to have sex. If you don't want to have sex, you don't have sex. And then guess what? You're not a sex object. I'm tired of living alone. I'm tired of not having a family. I'm tired of grocery shopping alone. I'm tired of dinners for one. I'm tired of watching movies alone. I'm tired of making all my decisions alone. I'm tired of paying bills alone. And I'm tired of entertaining myself and acting like I'm okay being alone. My house is quiet and I'm sad and upset. Well, I, I understand where you're coming from, but guess what? I do all those things, but I'm not tired of all those things. And I'm not sad and upset. It's just your point of view and where you're coming from. And if you're with the wrong guy, it, you're gonna feel like you're alone, even if you are with someone and you will be doing those things alone. A lot of the time um, I've never been married never had children and I've never lived with anyone I've spent time alone so I'm not a serial dater I'm sick of myself and I'm definitely sick of being alone yeah I think we got the point but um, you know if you don't want to be alone with you why would you want someone else to be alone with you that's the thing you have to get comfortable being alone and I see that as a problem with a lot of people who are trying to hold on to someone who's not trying to hold on to them and the person, they may not even really be in love with the person and they know the person isn't good for them, but it's just because at least they have someone, at least they're not alone. You need to get to the bottom of why you're so afraid to be alone, why you hate being alone so much, why it's such a terrible thing. You know, because I'm the total opposite. I love being alone <laughs> almost too much. <laughs> okay, I, I, have, I have a great time by myself. So it's, it's not that everyone who's alone feels lonely. It's based on your point of view. And you know what really helps is a pet. So I don't know if you have a dog or a cat. So I would suggest if you don't, and you can, that you would do that. That takes away a lot of loneliness. Okay, um, this really Im impacted me and I feel totally heartbroken because I actually thought this was going to be something serious and more than just a hookup. Again, I've already talked about this. You can't think it's going to be something serious if the guy's saying I love you in such a short amount of time. He put effort to make me feel he actually valued me. Yes, but it has to be sustained effort over time, not just two months. 
And also remember that he walked out on you. So you're looking at the good, but you're ignoring the bad. You're only looking at the fact that he put in effort, maybe because guys usually don't put in effort with you, but you're ignoring the bad. And maybe the reason guys don't put in effort with you is because you give off this desperate vibe. Because if you're telling me all these things about how you're lonely and you hate doing this and hate doing that, it's going to come out in your vibe and the things you say and the way you react. So until you work on your self-concept, then you're going to continue to attract guys who are going to behave like this. So I really hope that you don't get back with him. But if you still want to, then you need to change. And if he wants to come back, you need to ask him the six questions in my video about the six questions to ask your ex, such as why should you trust him and why should you take him back and how is he going to make it up to you? Don't just take him back the way most people do. He needs to pay a price for his behavior. He needs to know that you're not going to be a doormat. And that would be the beginning of changing and turn, turning this around. Okay. All right. So the next one is, she says, I was dumped a week ago today. This has left me completely devastated. We dated for nine months and we each thought we had met the man slash woman of our dreams. He even put down a payment on a wedding ring. Too soon, too soon. It's only been nine months. Why is everyone rushing? Why is everyone so desperate? You don't agree to get married after nine months. It has to be at least a year. I've been divorced for nine years and my ex for only three. I have three children and he has two. I'm 47 in great shape and do what I can to maintain a good appearance. My ex is 49. This is the second time he broke up with me. So here's a similarity to the previous email where it was the second time the guy had walked out. The first time he broke it off because I gave my ex-boyfriend a necklace. The ex wanted to take back for a refund as he was having financial issues. He freaked out in a fit of rage in front of my home. That's a huge red flag. You did nothing wrong by giving your ex the necklace back. This guy has huge anger issues. The next day I put my job on the line and went to his house to plead my case and let him know why I spoke to my ex. Well, that's very irresponsible of you. You have three children, you're a single mother, you're 47 years old, and you put a man in front of your financial future and your finances? Why are you so desperate? And he was out of line. You should have left him alone. And by doing that, he loses respect for you and you come across as low value. He was out of line and yet you, as you say, put your job on the line and go plead your case when you should just have left him alone. I told him that I thought it was harmless, but he got extremely jealous, but eventually he saw my point of view and we got back together. For some reason, however, I do still love him. Are you sure about that now? Because you can't love someone without respect. And do you respect someone who's jealous and insecure and who has a fit of rage over nothing, basically? Just think about it. I don't think it's love. I wonder if he'll contact me for a reconciliation with the hope that he will work on his jealousy and insecurity. Don't hope. Don't hope. You make it mandatory that if you're to get back together, he goes to therapy and works on it. And you don't get back together until he's been in therapy for several months. Okay? The great news is that I have not had similar behavior with him that I've had in times past when he's threatened me with a break. Oh, so he's also threatened 
you with a break several times past. This situation is getting worse by the minute as I'm reading this. So let me tell you about people threatening with a break. This is how you handle that. If someone says, you know, I think we should take a break. You just say, okay. <laughs> you don't argue. Sometimes they're bluffing and sometimes they're not. So you say, okay, fine. You want to take a break? We'll take a break and go from there. Now, if they come back and you have to let them contact you and then they do it again, as it seemed this guy has done, as you say several times in the past, the second time they say, well, you know, we're going to, we should take a break. We're going to have a break. Then you say, no, 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 we already took a break. So we're either going to work on whatever the issue is or we're breaking up. Those are the two choices. We're not doing a break again. You call their bluff because someone who continually threatens you with the break is bluffing. And they're either going to fold and say, okay, no, 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 I don't want to break. Or they'll pretend that fine, okay, we'll break up. And then they're going to come crawling back. Because if someone really wants a break or a breakup, they're just going to do it. They're not going to keep threatening threatening it. But because he knows that he can get a reaction from you every time he mentions break, then he does it. It's like threatening children with a time out or with taking their phone away or with whatever. Every time they're misbehaving, you say, hey, if you don't stop that, I'm going to take your phone away. And then they're like, oh, okay, sorry, sorry, I won't, I won't, sorry, sorry. And so he knows he can trigger you by mentioning the word break. And that's why you don't react. That way, when someone tries to trigger you with a break, you just say, okay. And then they know they can't use that against you anymore. Okay. And then she goes on to say, or simply initiated sex to make him feel better. I've completely left him alone. So you had to use sex as a pacifier when there were issues. You had sex with him or, or to get him back. I, I'm not sure, but this is getting more dysfunctional the more I read. Okay, this past Tuesday, he drove to my home to drop my things off. He texted, good morning. I left your things by a side gate. I'm sorry for hurting you. So we did a follow-up before I did this recording to see what is new. And apparently he came back. Gee, what a surprise. <laughs> of course he did. He's faking, okay? He's bluffing. But you know what? My prediction is he's either going to mention break again or he's going to break up with you again. This is the pattern that's been set and he knows how to play you. And he knows he can get away with his bad behavior because you're so desperate that you're willing to go to his home despite the fact that you're supposed to be at work to plead your case. So he's lost res respect for you because of how you behave every time he mentions a break or he behaves badly. And he knows that you're not going anywhere. And so if you want to turn this around, then you need to start standing up for yourself and behaving like a woman, behaving like a woman with three children instead of a child who's willing to accept any type of behavior without any consequences. And he needs to go to therapy. So you should not be back with him until and unless he goes to therapy. Otherwise, it's just downhill from here. I can pretty much guarantee it. Okay. So I want to hear from you guys. What words of wisdom do you have for these women? Do you agree or disagree with what I said? And in the meantime, if you would like my help 
to get your ex back or with any other dating issues, you can contact me at theartoflove.net and we will send you the rates for private coaching. If you're listening on YouTube, remember to like and subscribe. If you're listening on iTunes, I would appreciate if you would rate and review the podcast. And finally, remember that love inspires, empowers, uplifts, and enlightens.